I am extremely happy to have Mr. Lee Ritchie on the podcast today on Moving Your Energy Differently today. Lee Ritchie is well known for his voiceover work for years. And today, uh, I have an opportunity to interview him in regards to how do you get into voiceovers these days, uh, whether it's for commercial work, cable work, or social media. It's all available, and there are so many different ways in which to, to start. And if you have started, what you need to know about doing voiceovers. Uh, and Lee Ritchie is the person who will tell us or get some ideas on where to start and what to do if you've already started. So without further de delay, let's welcome Mr. Lee Ritchie. Where people want to learn about voiceover, one person knows more about it than anybody else in the world. Welcome to the Kerry Ruff Show. Hey, Lee Ritchie. Hey, hey, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you very much for joining me on my podcast. Sure, uh, anytime. Uh, moving your energy differently. Uh huh. I've been wanting to talk with you about your career as a voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. For so long, yeah, we're here in New York City, right? And uh, uh, you came to New York as an actor, right? Don't don't, don't tell me when or where, okay. but yeah. uh, and we've heard your voice and uh, over over the years, right? Yeah, and you also now take time to uh, coach. I do coach and yeah. teach people about how to do voiceovers. Uh, for a profession, for exactly right, yeah. So, and you, uh, I don't want to say how long you've been involved <laughs> with uh, with this uh -huh. um, with this career. Has it been a fun career for you? It's been a it's been a fantastic career. It's uh, it you know I got into it by accident in a lot of different ways. Um, I was a stage actor for a long time, and then somebody said you ought to go on this commercial audition for a television commercial, and and I got it, and then. After that, I started doing movies, and I started doing TV commercials, and uh, I did the very first cell phone commercial ever made, 1985, should tell you how old I am. <laughs> and uh, then I just kind of uh, went through the back door on, uh, on voiceovers and radio commercials, and uh, it's been, been a really fun career. It's been a great career to be in the studio with uh, some of the, the best voices in, you know, in America. And uh, and also, you know, I play ancillary to characters to them, uh, you know, some of the big voices of God and uh, uh, James Earl Jones, for instance, and people yes. like that. So yes. um, it's been it's been really great career, and and you know, the media outlets are are just expanding almost exponentially. When I started, we had three networks, and then PBS, and. Uh, right. We had a, a lot more radio stations, I think, at that point. But um, well, well, before before you go even any further, let me let me make sure that uh, the move differently uh, community uh -huh. uh, gets who you are. Tell me a little bit about well, 
Lee Ritchie. Right. How do you spell your last name? R-I-T-C-H-E-Y. E-Y. Okay. Yeah. All right. And a great Scottish name. Is it? Is it Scottish? Yeah, Scottish. Yeah. 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 Um, so and you've been doing this voiceover and now uh, working with uh, others who want to get into the field. Exactly. That's for, true. For a long, long time. Long time. Yep. Uh, you came from uh, in your younger years. You uh, came from. Uh, Oklahoma or Texas? I was born in Wyoming and grew up in Colorado, Texas, and Oklahoma. Now, did you have an accent? Uh, I did not. I had a mother who would whoop up on the side of my head if I said anything that even smacked of a Texas accent or an Oklahoma accent. So So when you you got here to New York, um, did you have to study and change your... uh, Dialect? No, not really, because I have I have what is known as a standard American English dialect, um, and which comes from a very small part of the country, like St. Louis, uh, like St. Louis, Wyoming, Kansas, Nebraska, that area, where a lot of people don't really have that much of what we would consider uh, dialect or a regionalism. You know, like if you come from New York, you sound like this. You know, or you know, you come from Minnesota, you sound like this, don't you know? Or if you come from Texas, you sound kind of like this, and you kind of draw things out say, how y'all doing? Well, you know, that's good. If I'm lying, I'm dying. i tell you that right now. <laughs> so I didn't have that, and uh, that, was, that was a plus because most broadcasters and most voices um, for a long period of time had no regionalism at all. They all wanted that middle-of-the-country kind of sound. Which, you know, people just kind of fell into it because that's where radio broadcasters first started. They started in Ohio and uh, Kansas City and uh, St. Louis. What if you have now, you say to yourself, uh, I want to get into this field Mm -hmm. of doing voiceovers. Uh, I don't know where to start. Where does a person start now to do voiceovers? And voiceovers are, not only, well, I'm thinking, um, uh, virt- in virtual reality, virtual reality, and yep. and uh, uh, social media, and you can do eh, any kind of commercials. And right, so you forth. can. How does a person get started now? Now we're in New York City. Right. You don't have to come to New York City anymore. You can no. be in no. the Midwest and start your career in. That is and exactly. You can start. How, your how do you do it these days? Well, you know, your social media is um, is a very popular way to get started. You can start your own, um, you know, blog. You start your own podcast. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Starting podcast. your own podcast, okay. um, and then also there's ways for you to audition uh, now for voiceovers, um, where, uh, say, an advertising agency or producer or somebody who's casting a a cartoon or video game will um, will advertise for uh, for voiceovers, and then you just you just record them in, on your computer. I've recorded things on my phone and sent that in before. And really, it sounds fine. A- and where send it in? Where uh, you send it are in there to, you send agencies it in. Or anymore, or you don't need? Because I'm always saying there are no more gatekeepers, nobody preventing you from getting to your audience, getting to customers getting to there's nothing preventing you anymore the the best thing to do is to go out and find your own client 
go out and find your own client base, and then pr produce those commercials. And then once you do that, if you then an agent will become interested in you because an interest an agent, you know, like uh, Access Talent or um, CESD or uh, um, well, they changed their name now. They used to be I think it's not Talent Partners anymore. Um, are uh, Central Artists? Uh, they they don't exist anymore. But there's several different voiceover agencies. They mostly, Do you have to go to an agency you don't now? Have, you don't have to go to an agent, but it's it's better because they can negotiate a better contract for you. Well, how, how so. about if you're, I mean, once again, I, there's uh, an acquaintance that I met about six months ago. He says, how do you get into the voiceover business? I've mm. got a, people have been telling me I've got a great voice, and he's got a baritone voice. Right, I yeah. Said, I said, uh, social media. And what did you say? And then from social media Podcasting, and, and then, podcast, and then find you know find some people find some people to do commercials for. You can you can find them now. When you say do commercials for them, I'm saying you've got to write the commercial you know, for right, them. right. You know or, the the thing is we have all of the media right in our right and basically in our pockets with yes. our cell phone yes. or on our computers. And there there's some really good microphones out there that make you sound like you're in a studio. Uh, so you can do all of that work on your own. And then once you do that, once people get to know you, then uh, a talent agency who basically at this point represents a lot of movie stars like Michael Douglas, um, um, David Keith, people like that, right. then they might become interested in you because you're already making money. And an agent will not represent you unless they can make money off of you. Right. So you have to kind of prove to them that you're making money in the voiceover But industry. once again, you don't need an agent. You don't need an agent. You can yeah. start a podcast. Right. And that's fairly easy now. Yeah, You, know, very you can easy. go on an app, uh, yep. Anchor and so forth, and yep. start a podcast yep. and get followers and more people. And right. then... The agents and then other people come to you. Mm -hmm. uh, no. Now, what should the podcast or what should the, uh, you know, when you put together maybe a, a, a little reel or two or th to mm -hmm. put online or whatever, what should be in it? What variations of voices uh, should be? No. Or, Just or is your that, voice. Say that yep. again? Just your voice, your voice. Okay, um, it's about it's about interpreting copy or you know words with your own voice. Because if they want somebody like I just did a Scottish accent a little while ago, yes. um, if they want somebody with a Scottish accent, they'll go out and find somebody with a Scottish accent. You know, because they're out there. Yes. Um, your voice is becomes what is known as your voice print. And then people, well, man, I like the way that guy sounds. I like the way that, way that girl sounds. Or um, I really like the way they read. Um, you know, you may have an interesting way that you attack certain words. Like people like Christopher Walken because of the way he sounds. He attacks sentences differently than other people do. Yes. And uh, that's the same is true of uh, Robert De Niro and um, you know, people like that. They became stars because they... Were using their own their own instruments. They weren't trying to sound like anybody else. Right, right. And that's that's the biggest mistake that a lot of people make with voiceovers. Is they go, okay, I need to sound like um, like James Earl Jones, 
or I need to sound. I need. I. I do. I can do a Texas accent. I can do a Scottish accent. I can do a Cockney accent. I can do a Greek accent. So right. I put all those on there either too. You know, right. they won't. Um, they don't care. They'll go out and find somebody who sounds like that realistically because that's who they are. If they want a Greek fisherman's voice, they'll find a Greek fisherman. Right. You know? now, um, now, since you work with uh, with people on this, can you? Uh, give us your your contact information. Uh, My contact information. Yes, sure. Uh, now it's Lee L E E. Yep. And Richie spelled yep. once again R I T C H E Y. Right. Uh, at LeeRitchie.com. There you or, go. Really? That's it. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. at LeeRitchie.com. Right. Uh-huh. Spell your last name once again. R I T C H E Y. So you don't forget order before midnight tonight. <laughs> so, um, right. Right. so you know that's uh, yeah. yeah. But that's how somebody would start, right? If they wanted to exactly get into this field and get sure. into this, it's business. a lot of fun. Is it still as lucrative as it was uh, five years ago, ten years ago? No, it isn't. It's not as lucrative, but there's more work. So you know, instead of doing. Uh, Oh. Instead of doing one commercial for, uh, well, in case in point, I was the voice of a bottle of detergent for an Arm & Hammer baking soda commercial. A voice of, of a what? Of a bottle of detergent. Bottle of detergent? Yes, they had an animated bottle of detergent, and I was talking to the box of Arm & Hammer baking soda. And, I, and I, I think I said, what are you doing in the laundry room? And uh, I made, well, the first year I made about $18,000 off of that. And then I made, kept making money and money, and then after 21 months, they renegotiated my contract. And that was all I said, right? But those were back in the days when you had three networks and nowhere else for that commercial to play. Right. So they paid, nowadays, they paid act nowadays. nowadays because media is everywhere. You know, We've got social media and things like that. You can make money, but you might have to do uh, you know, 100 different commercials to make that kind of money. But... You, they're 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 out there because there's more people advertising on the internet, things like that. So you could you can make more money that way. Also, if you you know if you're a union actor, they have uh, they have contracts for the internet now. So is it, yeah. is it tough to be a union actor? It's or harder. Union, it's harder. What do you call them union actor yeah, or you voiceover. Be a, be a member of Screen Actors Guild of the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. That's AFTRA. Right. So you know you get started doing that and. Uh, um, um, it pays well. It does, but mm-hmm. it doesn't pay the same kind of contracts you had when you had three networks. But there's more work. There's more work. Yeah. So D- now, is it as fun? No. You, do you, is it as fun as it as it? It's always once fun. Was, uh, yeah, it's always a kick. It's so much fun to to. Put on those earphones and get next to the microphone and really yeah. romance a piece of copy. Yeah. You, know? you you recently uh, were working with uh, people who who uh, either wanted to get into that field. You recently took on um, clients. I took and, I, yeah. I trained and, a couple of people the, for voiceover. Yeah. What what do you start them with? What uh, <laughs> I have, yeah, yeah. What I have to get them, them going because I you've got to yeah get them to uh, 
you know, just speak a, a certain way or a rhythm or whatever. How, I'm going to tell you. you I'm going to tell you if you let me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, you need get a magazine, um, like a like a Time magazine or a Vogue magazine, and all of the ads that are in there, they read exactly like television copy. Uh, so you know you might do that, and. Uh, you know, there's a lot of medical commercials out there, too. Work on your pronunciation. Just, you know, just practice. Read read every day. Fall in love with your own voice because that's what they're, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a very unique sound that is you. They don't want you to sound like anybody else. But you just, you just did five or six different voices. Yep. They were you, but they, they didn't sound like you, right? But yeah. I don't get I don't get I don't necessarily get hired for those unless I'm doing some animation work, right? Um, you know, through uh, through different companies that do that do video games and computer and, and I I don't even know what they call them anymore online gaming mm-hmm. things yeah. like that yeah yeah so um, and there's that whole field there's that whole field and you can do that from a lot of cases the privacy of your own home. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then you can do the promos, um, you know, you can, you can say things like, you know, um, brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups on CBS Morning News, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and you can do those promos too. So as those are called promos, there's a whole field of it. So yeah. uh, it hasn't gone away. It's just incre- it's, it's expanded because there's just so much media out there now. How, how do you know that somebody is has an art is pretty talented with their voice? Because I'm, I'm not. No, you have you a terrible are. voice. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You I don't know if it's terrible. No, voice. I don't know if Come it's on, terrible. But, uh, but, uh, but how how do you know when people say, "Oh, I want to get into the voiceover business"? Uh, how do I start? Has everybody been somebody, and you go, um, they're not going to do. Very a lot well. of times, you can tell that people just want to do it because it's fun to be in, and you can't you can't really discourage them that much, because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, I always tell people the Danny DeVito story. You know, if Danny DeVito walked into an agent's office, which I'm sure he did a long time ago, and here's somebody who's not even like four ten, um, has a gammy leg, and and you go, what part could you play? Mm. You know, who in the world are you? You sound weird and stuff like that. But Danny DeVito just, he just didn't go away. He just kept coming and coming at you and coming at you and coming at you. And, you know, he's one of Hollywood's major stars now. Right, right. So you, you can't discourage people because you just don't know. It may be the fact that you have such a unique voice or a unique presentation to your voice that you should try it. But you, you have to be incredibly creative and you have to have a real good sense of improvisation and um, improvisation right but also think about and you have to and you have to be able to do stuff immediately for when you're in a studio you know you have to do do a do you, you might do a tag that's supposed to be four seconds long and it's got to be exactly four seconds long so we'll be right back after this and they go oh, that was three and a half seconds you got to make it longer you go we'll be right back after this Okay, but that was a little bit long, so you got to go. So go. Okay, we'll be right back after this. You know, so you have to be able to do that at exactly the same. And that's improvisation. That's yeah, it's improvisation. Creating. They say, yeah, on they the get. Spot. Or they say, well, you know, make um, 
make that a little sexier. You know, what's that? What's that? The Tazo is that a t bottle of Tazo? Turn yes, that to, Tazo I need to Berry. see that. I need to see the label. Okay, okay. So you would say, Tazo Tazo Berry, black tea and raspberry flavored juice blend beverage from Concentrate with other natural flavors. So. You, you, know, just, you just read that off a bottle that yeah. I had sitting at the, on the desk right. here. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, oh man. You didn't, even, you didn't even practice that. What's this? It says formaldehyde is in this. This is really kind of scary. Ooh, say. formaldehyde? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, but, yeah, you know, they say, well, you know, that. they say we don't, we, that, that name Tazo is a little bit hard for people to wrap their minds around. So really, you know, romance that sound a little bit at the very start of it. So you go, Tazo. Tazoberry, black tea and raspberry flavored juice blend beverage from Concentrate with other natural flavors. Or you'd go, well, we didn't really like that, so 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 try to you know, make it bolder. Tazo, Tazoberry, black tea and raspberry flavored juice blend beverage from Concentrate with other natural flavors. Or they say, okay, that was a little too silly. That was a little too, oh, you know, make so that cool. make, make that more uh, just off the cuff. So you'd go Tazo, Tazoberry. Black tea and raspberry flavored juice blend beverage from Concentrate with other natural flavors. So, you know, you can try oh. to several different styles and stuff like that. So that's do, the way to do it. Do, do you still enjoy? Oh, I love do, it every single moment. Yeah. 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 Do you have to have a, I, I, you know, I, do you have to have a knack for it? You have to have a sense of curiosity and creativity. And that's what people don't realize. That's where acting starts. If you if you see something and you want to and you want to romance it or or make it dramatic or make it funny, yes, you know you have to you have to look at the world that way. People don't realize that that that's where good acting comes from. It comes from curiosity and creativity. And when you blend those two together, um, and you're you're saying acting, acting. It's always and, acting, and and you're a voiceover everything artist. You, yeah, but everything you do in life is acting. But I'm telling you, the people who get who book the most voiceover stuff are the people who are very creative, and very mm -hmm. curious at the same time, mm -hmm. right? They they and it's not it's not about their 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 sound. No, really, not really about their sound. Because it could be anybody. Right. But yeah. uh, I remember years ago there was um, uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines. Yes. Um, had very, 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 you know, small amount, very just kind of a shard of copy that they would say. And everybody was auditioning for it. And the, the woman who got it was, uh, I don't even know if she was really an actress, but she just said Norwegian Cruise Lines. Out here, it's different. And that was it. I mean, that was the whole copy for the whole commercial. It was just one of those little 15-second yes. commercials or five-second commercials that showed a, a beautiful woman on the prow of this beautiful ship, and she just went, Norwegian Cruise Lines, out here, it's different. You know, so they're looking for an attitude. They're looking for something that matches with the pictures. So that's, you just got to be as creative uh, as possible. The, the, other, the other day I saw on YouTube, and, you know, they're always throwing in these mm -hmm. ads and so forth on YouTube, and uh, it was like you have done many times. Mm -hmm. It was a uh, a pencil talking or mm -hmm. something. And I said, "How did they choose this particular person mm -hmm. to do this?" And 
he just sounded like, you know, just his regular voice. It sounded like. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, oh, I, I've got to sound like a pencil. I've got to talk like a pencil. Right. Yeah. Pencils don't talk. And, mm -hmm. how do I, and he just, you know, just yeah. talked regularly. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're referring exactly. to. Exactly. But you have to be the pencil. Yeah. You know, you do, <laughs> and there's no thinking about yeah. that. Is there's there? No though? thinking about it. It's you just, just it's say, I, I'll, I'll just. It's just saying. Say the it's line. It's the same thing that we say in in, in improv. Say yes, go yes and. Mm. There's no negative. You can't deny something that's happening. You mm. have to get into it and play it. Mm -hmm. So that's 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 the thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. I mean, it's like being a classically trained actor that plays eight shows a week. Something's bound to go wrong. And when it does, you've just got to be able to wade in and play it. You have to save it, you know. So that's where that creative, creative impulse comes from. If you honor those in your own life, um, if you become a star of your own life um, and you're creative in your own life. Um, what do you mean honor those in your own life? If you honor your creativity and you honor your curiosity, then the creativity, uh, I mean, then you'll be able to create things that, are really truly you 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 know that people always wonder what made Picasso so interesting he was Picasso right he didn't go out and try to be anybody else uh, you know um, mm -hmm. the same with Monet and Cezanne and the, do you do you practice uh, no. no no you don't practice no did you at one time practice this Not did much. you work on it no no uh -uh. I just I have a good ear and I know what the sound was. And do people need now a good ear? Because I don't, I mean I'm, I'm listening. No, to, they, they don't know. need a good ear. They just need to, once again they need to be creative. Yeah. And they need to be curious. Those two things will get you through a lot of things in life. And it's not just voiceover, but it's yes. everything. Yes. But um, but if you show up in front of that microphone with an open mind yes. and an open mouth. There's a lot of things you can do. The last thing I want to ask you, because I know you got to run. Um, uh, when you work with uh, people who have an accent, or they're they were born somewhere else, uh -huh. and they come here and they have accents, and and they want to get rid of the accent, mm -hmm. or they want to get better at their speech, right? At speaking, yep. What should they focus on most or first? Now, this has very little to do with voiceovers, but it's right. voice. And they say, "Oh, I want to get rid of my really thick accent mm -hmm. and bring it down some." And you work with a lot of people, right? Who want this yeah th this for themselves what do you do what do you say to them i and, and, and what's the what's the what do you work with what's your focus well, I, I never want i never want them to lose their quote accent or the regional uh, regionalism i just want them to be more easily understood and mm -hmm. when you do that um you, you speak more slowly you uh you concentrate on what you're saying and also notice the rhythm. There's a, there's rhythm in certain languages that we don't have in in American English. Like one time I was uh, I used to park my car down on uh, the fortieth fortieth. No, it's like Pier Forty, and down in, there in the village yeah, in New York City. In New York in New York City, <laughs> and uh, a guy drives up and he goes Halandol Halandol, and I go what he go Halandol Halandol where Halandol, 
And I said, I have no idea what you say. Holano, need Holano, need go Holano. And I, I didn't know. And then I realized he was saying Holland Tunnel. Okay. And I went, oh, yeah, the Holland Tunnel. You just take uh, Canal Street and you'll see the entrance right there. But he was going, Holano, Holano. So there's a difference in the rhythm. If he, he, was, he was saying Holland Tunnel. He if he going, came to you and said, I want to as, speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he disappeared. He's down on the Holland Tunnel right now. <laughs> but if he came to you, what would you say? I would with? tell him. I would talk to him about yeah. his rhythm. Yeah. His rhythm yeah, first. Yeah, of course. Rhythm yeah. first, and then pronunciation later. Yeah. 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 I would have him say Holland Tunnel instead of Hollandnel. Tongue? Yes. Uh huh. Yep. That's this is a whole different show. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, okay. I'm using the tongue it goes yes, up or yeah, down. Yeah, or that's it's the rhythm of the speech. This is a whole different of, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lee Ritchie, thank you so very much. Well, thank much. you, Carrie Ruff. I can't thank you enough. It's a pleasure thank you. to uh to meet you. It's so nice being you. here on K Ruff yeah. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> and uh K R U F K Ruff Radio. <laughs> So, Thanks, Lee. Very sure, much. Yeah, great. All right. So there you have it. Lee Ritchie, thank you so very, very much for stopping by uh, the Move Differently podcast and giving us <laughs> that entertainment and some structure on what to do and how to get into voiceover work. So until we meet again, this is Kerry Ruff. I would also like to give you Lee Ritchie's contact information uh, about how to do uh, voiceovers or accent reduction work that he also does and does extremely well. So he takes on clients to help them with accent reduction. I also wanted to mention that. Lee Ritchie's contact information is Lee, spelled L-E-E, and Ritchie. R-I-T-C-H-E-Y. That's R-I-T-C-H-E-Y. And his email address is, if you'd like to contact him through his email, that is L, as in Lee, W-R, as in Richard, I T as in Tom, C-H-E-Y. That's L-W-R-I-T-C-H-E-Y at, at gmail.com. Uh, I know you got that. So um, without further ado, uh, let's continue. <laughs>